0: clock one day and I was like you know what let me not let me actually do some work yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so I have to like wake up in the morning wash my face do my skincare put jeans on so if I don't put jeans on uh-huh. and I stay in pajamas I can't yeah. I can't a bra a bra for sure
1: yeah you know what? it's funny that because on my second day working from home I remember thinking do I need to put a bra on and I was like no you should (laughs) (laughs) this is work (laughs) work.
0: um,
1: you are listening to colour out the box podcast join the conversation at colour out the box on all socials Welcome to Colour Out the Box podcast. As always, this is Mo. Um, back slightly delayed this week because I'm doing something a bit different. I'm doing the podcast over Skype and joining me this week is...
0: Hi, um, so I go by Nelly or Naya or Naomi, all these names.
1: Okay, um, I'll call you Nelly if that's a... okay.
0: Yeah, call me Nelly. Um, no, I'm calling him by my government name.
1: Okay, that's fair
0: nice. <laughs> and um, I currently work in TV production. Nice. Um, before that, I used to work in rock music PR. Oh, before nice. Before that, no, after that, I used, I used to teach kids. So I was a teacher. Oh, wow, um, you've had such
1: a diverse career.
0: Honestly, I've done everything. I've done everything.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll need to talk more about that. Well, actually, no, I'll ask you the question now. Like, which um kind of like what career path do you think is probably the most interesting um to you so you worked with, you've kind of like worked in music with children mm. and also in tv
0: i feel like all of them in their own way was kind of like interesting but i think the one that was like the most like soul fulfilling was working with kids okay but it's also the one that like drains you a lot because the kids take a lot of emotional energy and you imagine. need to be on for them. You can't have an off day no, ever. Because
1: they don't, they don't get that. They don't understand.
0: I think we need to give kids more credit because they definitely understand that sometimes right. people have had enough. But I think it's just like other adults don't expect you. And it's it's so funny because I got more empathy from my kids than I did from like, oh. you know some of my colleagues and i felt like the kids understood i think one of them saw me like reading quietly to myself in the office and he came and patted me on my back and was like are you okay I was oh like... my god that's so sweet <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh wow and he was in year three at the time and i was thinking oh i thought kids were like you know they learned empathy i don't think they had empathy at that age yeah. but they understand they understand 100 percent." yeah
1: yeah i always say to um people um my godson. He is free. He is, he is my best friend, but also my most annoying friend as well. So he'll share things with me, but he expects you to share with him. So mm. <laughs> standard behaviour. Okay. Okay. Well, I wanted to talk about today. So one of the reasons why I'm recording the podcast remotely or trying to is because we are all supposed to be, I say supposed to be social distancing.
0: Um responsible and, ones, yes. <laughs> yes. Talk in, about it.
1: In light of the whole I don't know if you've heard about it, there's this thing called coronavirus and COVID nineteen <laughs> going on in the world. So pretty um it's pretty serious stuff, but not everybody believes it's real. Um, which is interesting. Okay. And also not everyone is taking it seriously. So can I just ask you, like, what do you think about the whole situation? Are you taking it quite serious? What's, what's been your approach?
0: Um, well, at the moment, I live with someone who works for the NHS. and oh, She wow. works for hospitals, so I'm hearing it from the front line. Yeah. Because um, yeah. she's obviously on the front line, so I'm hearing it I'm, every day. I'm hearing stories, and it's just made me more aware of that. Like, people are just inconsiderate because they don't, A, care about anything that inconveniences their lives, um i've taken it quite serious my work sent me um to work from home on the friday yeah
1: um
0: obviously tv production is shut down for everything even for eastenders yeah um, i saw that and a lot of the freelancers are very worried because obviously they get paid on a daily rate
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so for our industry it's quite it everyone's taking it quite seriously because everyone has kids you know god forbid something happened to any of these kids but um, for the people that aren't taking it seriously, I've noticed it's just a bit of—it's not distrust. It's like the government aren't outright saying lockdown. Mm. It's like a suggestion.
1: Yeah, but I feel like it's quite a strong suggestion because you know <laughs> I don't know how much clearer it, it can say like to help the NHS stay at home. People um, don't care. Well, I was having this conversation with with all people, my mum and because um, she mm. was still out and about, um, in on um, high street shopping. And I really had to push the way I pushed it home to her is that, um, okay, if you're not worried about yourself, my brother has asthma who lives with her.
0: Mm. So mm. I said
1: He's high risk. And I said to her, you're high risk. And she was like, oh, she's not 17. I goes, okay, you're not far. So let's, let's all relax. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to have a word with her to like stay at home. And I, and I also, I said to her, if, you know, there's this thing like everyone thinks we're overreacting or it's overreaction. Mm-hmm. I goes, you know what? Worst case scenario, we all overreacted and, you know, people survive. Um, well actually sorry that's best case scenario worst case scenario is we Mm. underreact and so many people um, die so I'd rather it be an overreaction if it's going to save people
0: exactly and that's the thing there's you can never be too careful or too prepared um we were talking about this regarding the whole stockpiling thing um I'm quite grateful to live in a place that has a greenhouse so we we went out and bought like seeds and Walk potatoes. Oh, so you and onions. Have actually
1: have a greenhouse at home?
0: Yeah, oh we live in the middle of nowhere. We live in the countryside.
1: Oh wow. Okay. Okay.
0: Um so it's we have no neighbours, we have a greenhouse, we're growing our vegetables, we've got all the beans and all that stuff. Oh my um, god, you're like self sufficient. Honestly, if zombies were to come and attack us right now, we are ready. I literally
1: was just thinking that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to come stay with you. <laughs>
0: Listen, it's a farm out here. But we were saying, like, even if we bought too many potatoes or too many, you know, red onions or if we grow too much, it's better to have a surplus of, yeah. you know, all the seeds and stuff, because we can always give it away.
1: Of course, of course. You oh. never know. Okay, so... During this, um, so one of the reasons why I thought you'd be really cool to be on the pod, obviously, other than just being an amazing woman, is um, because I actually read your thread that um, that yeah. you made about your current um, self-quarantine or social distancing. Um, mm. So talk us through, what have you been up to? So you said it was last week, Friday, that you started working from home.
0: Yeah, so um, they sent me home. I've basically been waiting by the phone, emailing um, to fill my days. Obviously, we, I, I live in the middle of nowhere, so. but um, even though we live in the middle of nowhere, you're not allowed more than 15 metres away from right. your home, I think. Um, so we've been quite careful. We've taken out the dogs for walks, and obviously we, we, we have space and stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the middle of nowhere. Um, generally, just like upkeeping with the house and just keeping everyone's spirits up. We've got lots of board games. And I think the first couple of days, everyone was just anxiety-ridden and everyone yeah. stayed in their rooms. Yeah. Um, also,
1: people... I, so, you, so, literally, like, your, like, um, housemates, they all kind of, like, stayed in their bedrooms, kind of, like, even isolating within the home, basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, because... So, I basically live with my best friend's family.
1: Right, OK. Um,
0: so, his mum works for the NHS and his siblings are all here. And his, his mum... Um, asked his sister to come home from uni because you never know what's going to happen out there yeah of course Um, i think we were scared that there was going to be a lockdown of london because we're on we're in london technically but not really yeah um and and the stories are going around about tanks and the military and it was just confusing there
1: was i think a a period of like um, a couple of days where this rumor of like london lockdown was happening And Mm. I was getting sent on WhatsApp um pictures of like military um like walking be like oh this is in Clapham High Street this is happening in like East London but Mm. a lot of it was just old pictures or um there was one the one in Clapham I think it is because there's an army cadet training
0: nearby Mm -hmm.
1: they're always out and about so people were putting two and two together and making like a thousand. Um, and also, everyone was just like, my cousin's brother's friend, girlfriend, and then telling these stories. And I just kept on like, okay, okay. So I think that's what obviously increased the panic buying because everyone thought they would have to be locked in their mm. houses. So people were literally just buying up everything.
0: But I saw on the BBC News, you know, if you have the app, it does that, you know, sudden tone. Yeah, it lets you know, like, what's the mo- most breaking news that's happening regarding coronavirus. And even supermarkets were saying, stop panic buying. Yeah. We have enough stock. We'll be fine. And the issue is people are sharing pictures of shelves, supermarket shelves that are empty. And it's like, they don't have the time to stock up because yes. you keep going in and buying the lot. Yeah. Just everybody relax. And even, you know, they have the NHS shopping times and people are just going in. And just going, you know what, forget you, I'm more important than you. And these yeah. are the people that are on the front lines.
1: Yeah, that that does make me really sad. With the panic oh, buying, I always, you know, the whole toilet paper fiasco <laughs> and the soap is all like gone. I was just wondering, what's everyone been buying before? Have you, have we not been using enough toilet paper? People not been using enough soap? Like, why is everyone all of a sudden buying why- all of
0: it? Is water gonna is water not gonna run anymore you can't wash your ass no more like is it it's not that it, it I don't know why you think in a zombie apocalypse yeah God forbid toilet paper is gonna help you I'd be stuck you know stocking up on food and yes. and you know stuff that's gonna actually help you if you are locked out but toilet paper it's not yeah how, how much do you expect to poop
1: I don't know, I, it, was, it was the one that I i never really thought, because it was funny, because I had a friend staying with me at the time when the stockpiling was happening, mm. and we had a nine pack, and it's just us two in the flat, and she just was like, I'm going to go out and buy some more toilet paper, and I was like, no, <laughs> we don't need it, we're fine, we <laughs> it's just two of us, like, a nine pack unopened is absolutely fine, we'll, we will survive and everything, um but yeah but if
0: you run out there's always the shout this is what I don't understand we need the days back because I'm tired of this (laughs) the Muslims are laughing at us they're like chilling with their (laughs) like
1: you don't wash your ass ass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's just we went to Lidl and we were just chilling because we weren't going to Lidl to stockpile we were literally going to get Some bits and pieces that we needed from for the house and yeah um my friend saw saw this woman talk to her partner or whoever it was and say I don't even know why I'm buying this and he my friend said to me that's the problem you don't you're just buying for the sake of buying and the thing is what you're buying you don't need but the next person might yeah exactly if everyone could just chill out and just take a breather and think why am I doing this because I think everyone's just lost.
1: Well, just sorry. Actually, I I completely we went off on a tangent. I interrupted you. So in terms of like, so I'm social distancing. You're social dis- distancing. I can't mm. even say it. So what? So you said that your first day, everyone kind of like kept to themselves in in your um, house. Yeah. What? How has it been since then? What have you been up to? how Have you been pa- passing your time?
0: Um, we've been having like group meals a lot and okay. we before you know we just take our dinner and make our dinner separately or, or you know eat them in our rooms but I think it, it makes us feel a lot safer to know that we're all contributing to the household everyone's yeah. got chores Um and it's just nice to be you know be eating as a family together and talking and playing board games and just not being you know bombarded by the news and mm. I, I've been stuck I've been because obviously the the my, my best friend's mother is an nhs worker I, i've been trying to like veer the conversation away from coronavirus
1: of course of course because yeah.
0: sometimes you know we've had people call her and we've we've had people come and speak to her and it's like the only thing they want to talk about is coronavirus yeah and she might be she might be very happy to talk about it but it's just like i feel like she just came home from work the last thing you want to talk about is people dying at work and work oh my god i yeah. just I just, I wanted to introduce a swear jar and say 50p for every time someone says coronavirus because I got so sick of it. I just want to spread toxic positivity all over this.
1: Okay, yeah. <laughs> toxic positivity. Okay. Toxic
0: positivity. Yeah, it's true. Because it's just, I can see it, it riles her up a little bit and yeah. I can see like it's causing anxiety in her and it's not fair for her because she has to go to work the next day and you know deal with these people. And it's the same in teaching. Like, if you are depressed or anxious or going through something, it does not matter because you have to go in there and deal with those kids and make sure those kids are, are, are safeguarded, that they're healthy, that you're doing what you're supposed to do. And I understand that. And I, I, I wish that someone would do the same for me. Mm. If I was on, if I was on, in her shoes, in her shoes. Yeah.
1: Um, talking of like just like protecting like your mental health and I think one of the things that um, I'm surprised that I'm not more anxious and I I read like um, a thread on Twitter as well and it was talking Mm. about it's one of the things that with anxious people because we think almost worst case scenario a lot of the time (laughs) this is almost kind of like oh okay We've almost been like our minds and bodies have been in training for this, so like the whole like panic buying, I've not done it. The whole like (laughs) stressing about okay, this and the other, I haven't done it. I've literally just been like, okay, yeah, this is bad, I've taken it really seriously, but then I've been able to like move through things quite logically. And I've been Mm. quite surprised with myself. There was a couple of days when I was really kind of like, wow, like this is a lot, and I think it was probably when. My work were just like, "Um, we're not sure when you're going to come back to the office, so oh. you you'll just be at home working from home um for the foreseeable future, and that mm. did make me like um quite anxious
0: um I think for us, obviously I've been um seeing a therapist for a couple of years, and I've okay. been sharing I've been very open with my mental health journey um on my instagram, I've done vlogs and stuff, okay. so I'm quite open with it. And um, people that go to therapy and have gone through ther- therapy and found it successful, they do find, like, become, like, mini therapists, obviously unlicensed. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I can pass on some of the things that I've learned through therapy to people here and kind of alleviate that tension and try to diffuse, you know. People will get angry. People will fight with their siblings. Like, oh, you spend no, 20 minutes with your brother. You want to pump him up. Like, <laughs> that's just life.
1: So um would I mean you don't have to at all, obviously, but it would be great if we if I could share like your blog or your Instagram if it if, if you're okay with that. If not, that's absolutely fine as well if it's very personal.
0: Um so my Instagram is Nestiana, so N E S T I A N N A. Um that's where I share like my mental health stuff. I do like mental health talks sometimes. Okay because um, I feel like a lot of I come from an African family and a lot yeah, of us me
1: too me too
0: <laughs> so they think that you should pray away the spirit
1: yeah
0: <laughs> all of that and I was like no this is not it mom it's not it
1: so is there anything like especially for like people listening that you think okay if you could do maybe just like two things two or three things in this kind of like time of crisis what would you from your like own experience what would you what advice would you give to people?
0: I think it's a mixture of like picking your fights carefully Mm -hmm. and organizing um so when you pick when I say picking fights I mean like it's a very contentious time you're in close quarters with people um you might you know get into arguments that you normally wouldn't get into so I feel like sometimes you need to learn like is this really worth the aggro that we're about to have, okay, or should we just yeah. stick together? And you know, I'm guilty of it because I, I yelled at my boyfriend yesterday, and he was not having it. He didn't um engage with it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm actually being a bit mad." Like, let me okay. chill, um, <laughs> and I apologize. And he's he's a very calm person, so he was like not phased by it at all. And the organization part of it is so day one, we all just kind of like went right. The kitchen needs organizing, so we put all the canned stuff you know all the pasta all the rice bags everything together and I felt better after that okay and every, I think everyone did
1: yeah it's funny um, because I literally just put out a tweet today saying that um because I went through that whole thing let me just organize my space mm. so because I was because I've been at this is the most I've been at home um because obviously I'm here during the day in the evening now so I was just, I felt quite, I was getting a bit claustrophobic. So I thought, yeah. oh, you know what, let me make myself a little office space like properly in my spare room. So like organise it, have my little desk set up and everything like Ooh. that. Um, when I bought myself some flowers, you know, those little things. Mm. Had a good tidy up, good clean and literally felt so much better for it.
0: It's 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 weird how, how much it affects your mental health, your space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the whole, you know, the whole working from home thing, I feel like you making that office space mm. makes a big difference because when you're working from your bed, you don't take your life seriously. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I, like I took a, a nap. If,
1: if I'm in bed with a laptop, I don't feel like I'm
0: working. <laughs> I took a whole 15-minute nap in between emails and <laughs> I was, I was literally like, let me not do this anymore because I will get fired yeah like it will it will clock one day and I was like you know what let me not let me actually do some work
1: yeah
0: um so I have to like wake up in the morning wash my face do my skincare put jeans on so I don't put jeans on Uh, and I stay in pajamas I can't I can't a bra a bra for sure
1: yeah you know what it's funny that because on my second day working from home, I remember thinking, "Do I need to put a bra on?" And I was like, "No, you should." <laughs> this is work. Bang, <laughs> bang. Put a bra on sweat. because because um, all my Skype meetings, my obviously my desk, they can't see like what I'm wearing like um, on my bottom half. So I always have tracksuit bottoms on. But I have been making an effort with my top half. So I still do my hair, putting a bit mm. of makeup, and I have like either like a fancy jumper or like a blouse or something with tracksuit bombs and like slides but still <laughs> have still... you seen that
0: video of that guy doing an interview with the bbc news or something like that and his kid just like opens yeah the door and i walks love him. that one
1: when i'm when I having a bad day i watch
0: that <laughs> <laughs> so basically he couldn't stop the kid because he wasn't wearing trousers
1: oh is that why he didn't get up i never yeah. knew that was why okay because imagine
0: the whole world would have seen his knickers <laughs> with calvin klein <laughs>
1: See, that's why you gotta be ready. Gotta be ready. Exactly. <laughs> but you I know, stay I ready. You don't have to get ready. <laughs> but yeah, because I was, I was skyping with one of um, my colleagues, and she was like, um, "I haven't got a bra on. Um, can you tell?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and so i go "Go, put one on
0: (laughs) the things are sitting a different way
1: yeah i guess there's this this movement so um, so yeah so but it's funny because also i've been trying to keep the same routine so um Mm. similar to yourself i get up i actually go for a walk for about an hour almost to like simulate my um commute to work yeah Um, then get back Turn on my laptop. So it's kind of like I'm still getting up at the same time, get dressed, have like, you know, what I'd normally have for breakfast, and then start my working day. And being quite strict in terms of, okay, this is now lunchtime, taking my break, go for another mm. walk, and then come back to work because I want to just stay in my routine.
0: That's hard. Yeah. Well done for doing that because it's hard. I, I, I've not taken a lunch break. Okay. I've just been sitting by the phone waiting for an instruction. Um, and I've been trying, I try, been trying to, like, step away from my desk at work when I was working in the office. Okay. Because I, I was eating my lunch at my desk and someone would come and ask me to do something.
1: Yeah. And I'd be like, oh,
0: like, I guess I'll do it because I'm still quite new here. Um, and now that I'm working from home, I don't have that pressure, but I have an additional pressure because I'm like, oh, what if they think I'm just messing around? Yeah. So I feel like I have to always be on call.
1: Well, you know they were saying that because you know there's all these memes online about people like pretending to work from home. Um, my um, I spoke to our um HR team um, just catching up around my team, and mm. the the feedback has been that people are actually working longer hours. They're saying like people are logged on earlier and are logging off later, and we wow. were thinking that it's because like yourself, people are thinking they don't wanna, they don't, don't want to look like they're not working. Yeah. So people are probably putting that extra hour in just to kind of like, okay, I just cover my exactly. So they had to actually put out um, a memo to say to everyone, just do your normal hours, make sure you take your breaks. It's fine. We can do as much as we can do. So it's funny. Like I think people just reacted to it in quite differently. Also, I think it's the added pressure of not being sure that you'll have employment going forward
0: yeah people are losing their jobs exactly. and that's what scared me because I was like oh let me not because I think I woke up the second day and I was like no 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 let me let me not because I need to be really grateful for the fact that I still have employment yeah. it's really hard
1: definitely so f- even for like the role
0: mm. it's like um, freelancers are suffering out right here yes. and I feel for them
1: yeah just you know i mean being a freelancer is um pretty like you know um stressful as it is um talking to a lot of people that i know i um, mm. that freelance or working consultancy but just with this whole thing things are shutting down like i mean you said like obviously you um you work in um, tv mm-hmm. the whole like tv production is having to work so differently
0: it's, it's weird working remotely in tv to decide- how are you going to do interviews? How are yeah. you going to produce this? Like, how are we going to shoot? You know, and what what are you going to do with these freelancers on hand? Like, how are they going to work from home? Their whole job is to be there and you know, edit and all all this stuff. It's just it's very confusing. Yeah. um I don't feel like we've had enough information. Our our CEO has been quite good with you know sending out wordy newsletters, but I feel like people individually need to be addressed. Yeah. they've just signposted and said you know if you have any issues or concerns you can go to xyz person but me personally I don't feel like I can go and say like do I still have a job after this because it kind of seems like well one they'll get offended Mm. or the other way they'll be like well no you don't anymore Mm. so it's better I just keep quiet and work in the in the shadows and just question it and push that button
1: yeah I think, I think definitely the next few months, um, well, the next few weeks probably, is going to be really um, telling for a lot of people and because I'm out, because the...
0: I feel like this is going to change the way that employment and that work and certain laws, yeah. especially legislation, it's going to change forever from this point onwards. Because it's highlighted that um, all these years they were saying there's no magic money tree, there's no budget for this. Then when push comes to shove, you know, they had... 300 billion sitting around somewhere warehouse that they managed to scrump like scrumple up. Yeah. And, um, people who are self-employed, who have paid, you know, paid their dues, pay the tax, um, actually contributed and they're, they're not getting anything. And it's, it's, it's created an outrage and it's, it's shook up everything. Like we thought about healthcare that we thought about employment, law and and, and governance and everything. And it just makes you think, like, what were you doing all these years? Like, you were just going to let us live like this.
1: I, th- I think for me, I was more thinking that it kind of just highlighted us as a society, global society, how mm. um, how we are as a whole kind of like global community living um, paycheck to paycheck, in a way, and how just, you know, take a few things out of, like, the mix and how things are so out of balance, mm. Um, just and it just shows how fragile this, the system was um, because you know it's it's failing in all different um, parts basically um, this whole money that the government's um, mm. found is 300 um, million
0: 30 billion something um,
1: like that. it's not free money <laughs> <laughs> it'll come back <laughs>
0: they're they're calling it a package
1: yeah we're we're all gonna we are all going to be paying it back because if you remember when we had the financial crisis a few years ago and they increased um, they decreased VAT to 15 percent then increased it to 20 percent to make up for the shortfall when we are on the recovery and they said that would be a temporary measure but it's just stayed at 20 percent so, All these years. so I oh. just feel that, okay, just next year or maybe the year after, taxes will be more, we'll pay more income tax, more national insurance, everything. We're, we're borrowing money to survive at the moment. And uh, the government's going to want that 300 million plus interest back.
0: They're going to want you, yep, run me my money. Yeah. <laughs> run me my money. You're gonna hold they're going to hold knocking. They're going to break your legs i shouldn't laugh but i'm dead inside i'm dead inside honestly i after i'm part of that unlucky generation that started uni in 2012
1: oh right okay you're quite young oh my gosh yeah
0: we didn't talk about age did we no 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 oh
1: okay. girl so i'm i'm born in
0: 1993 oh my gosh I, know what I was doing in
1: 1993 okay fine <laughs> Do you remember 1993?
0: I think so. I oh think God. so. I'm in my thirties, cool.
1: so yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was part of that unlucky crew that had to pay nine grand a year. Oh right, um, so
1: you was the see? So I was part of the crew that were still taking grant, getting free grants, and um, our fees were like I think like a one
0: thousand five hundred. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> oh I'm so big
1: I think I'm trying to remember but I I know it wasn't up to like three thousand
0: for a while so you could basically just like you know use a paycheck to pay off your whole three-year course undergrad I
1: mean, you think we would
0: <laughs> I owe a brand new BMW in fees yeah yeah state of the line 2020 I owe a brand new BMW and it's three percent every month yeah. Us tacked on that I didn't agree to. That wasn't part of the original contract. It's, they've sold on, I think, everyone's loans to private companies.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, yeah, I have no trust in the economy. Um. And my dad used to work for a bank. He used to work for. Can I mention. No, I'm not going to mention it. Redacted. No, you don't.
1: Redacted. Redacted.
0: Redacted Bank. Great bank. Love it. <laughs> Great bank. Great bank. <laughs> um, and they fired him. And a bunch of other others that worked for Redacted. And he noticed that a lot of the people that they fired were actually black.
1: Right. Uh, oh, wow.
0: Which was very interesting because his supervisor was a white man and he got to stay on in his job. And he was one of the most incompetent people ever, mm. according to my dad. Um And he found it funny that everyone that got fired was black. And this was obviously, like, you know, dire straits. He had a family. My sister was literally... She was born in 2002, so she was just growing up, just about to start year two. Oh, wow. It it was, I remember 2008, even though I was like starting year nine. Okay,
1: yeah.
0: Caring about other things. And, you know, when you're a kid, you don't think about politics in that way. But I think it made me more aware that like, oh, somebody's not right now. I I feel like we're living it again. I feel like we're pre-2008, and that's why everyone's a bit anxious.
1: Yeah. And I think it's worse. Well, it is worse in a way because we're we're going into a major financial crisis as well as a health crisis as well at the same time. So mm. it's, I don't know. It'll, it will be, I never thought if I thought about this time last year that this is where we'd be, if that makes sense.
0: I thought I was going to be doing a hot girl summer, but apparently not. No. Apparently not.
1: Well, as we speak now, I should have been fully packed, ready to go on my holiday. I was supposed to go to Dominican Republic. <gasps> and we, mm. me and my friend got the email. That's not happening. <laughs> so, mm. um, so, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I'd rather be stuck here at home um, where I'm familiar than to be like many um, um, Brits like abroad somewhere trying to get home so
0: I wonder um, how the embassies are doing I didn't even think about like how the British embassy because they don't mention it do they
1: I saw on the news actually today that they were um looking at like um having planes like fly like um, British citizens back to the UK um Mm. but yeah there's some people that have been like stuck in places but not able to um come home yet so yeah it's um so I so that's even even when we it got close to the holiday we were discussing me and my friend we were saying that we probably wouldn't go um for fear of just getting stuck somewhere
0: if you're gonna be stuck be... somewhere
1: I'd rather be stuck here
0: were you are you um Spanish speaking oh no oh no oh you would have been in hell exactly Because <laughs> it's it's on top of being in a different country it's so, like you don't speak the language as well
1: yes exactly Exactly.
0: Oh, help us.
1: So it, it didn't make sense, but we've postponed it to later oh. on in the year. Although
0: um, some are pending.
1: The only thing I would say is I was talking to my other friend about that, and he, he was like, um, they think that there's going to be another peak in the pandemic around um like december november times of course there is so i was like oh maybe i won't be going (laughs) so um we'll have to we'll have to see we'll have to see because even this working from home i don't know how sustainable it's going to be for the company that i work for i suppose similar for yourself really
0: Mm.
1: Um, is you know it's it's okay short term but how much longer can everyone do it for?
0: I don't... You know, when this whole thing happened, like, at the start of the month, so, like, early March, we were supposed to be going on a staff trip. Okay. And I remember getting the email, and I was like, it's not that bad, because someone was supposed to be going to the Cotswolds. um, Someone had returned from Italy, and they were living in Cotswolds, in the Cotswolds. So, because of that one person... Twenty of us, or twenty, or fifteen of us had to like cancel our trip, and I was, I was one of the people that was like, oh, it's not that serious, it's just one person, and then someone shared like a gif of like one person can infect ten, and then you know you go about your life and you go and and infect hundreds, and that's how it spreads. So the jump from that took a couple weeks, so that was like March the second, and now we're in like March. 22nd. yeah so within 20 days my my whole demeanor changed from like oh this is nothing to oh this is this is getting real it's really getting real very real getting real and I think it's it's shock a lot of it plays out like like shock I think that's what what it is people aren't reacting to the news they aren't reacting to they're just they're in shock the global public is in shock because I don't know why the arrogance of it. They thought that a first world country would never have this kind of crisis. We're not that great. We're not that great. To be fair,
1: I think when it was happening in China, if people were honest, they thought that's a China problem. Right, right. So I'm all the way over here. It's, you know, it doesn't affect me. When it moved to Italy, if I'm Mm -hmm. honest, I think that's probably where... um, know the western world sat, sat up and started to take notice that okay this is a global problem now
0: i don't um, understand what happened in italy for it to explode so fast i'm I still have, waiting
1: i'm i'm still baffled by that and i think like the people of like you know have like different theories and i suppose we'll probably only like start to understand maybe in like the years to come but i it is it is like I'm really like surprised in how quickly it spread, and I think the news, um, checking the news today, they have a higher death toll than China does.
0: And China's a lot bigger yes, than Italy. Huge. A lot bigger. Like I
1: feel like Italy could fit into one Chinese province or something like that. So yeah, that is ridiculous. That is really scary. So you know what? I don't want to air us to end this discussion on a, a negative note.
0: Um, let's do some toxic
1: positivity. <laughs> yeah, let's have some to- toxic pos- positivity. That has to be the subtitle of the episode. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, what what I think we should talk about is maybe just some like fun things that we're going to be doing in our mm. social distancing time. So um, I'll go first. So I mm-hmm. am rewatching seasons one, two, and three of Insecure. Um, the TV Ooh. series on Sky in anticipation of season four being released, I think next month. So that's one of my things. And also, I'm finally going to watch The Wire.
0: Oh. Because I'm told it's one. like
1: the best TV show ever, and I've never been able to get through the first few episodes. So I'm like, right, I'm at home, I'm committing now. So that's what I'm going to no, be doing.
0: I was like that with The Office. I was like, I don't get
1: it. Which office, American or UK?
0: The American office. I was like, I don't get it. Oh and my then God, after that's a while, so funny.
1: Like,
0: it is. I've, I've done almost eight seasons. Okay, so I'm, I'm almost to the end.
1: <laughs> almost I was offended that you didn't like the office. Well, it's, it's cool that you do. It's cool.
0: I do now. <laughs> um, so for me, what I'm going to be doing is, Playing Dungeons and Dragons with my best friend. Nice. I love. Um, I
1: love a bit of geeky, nerdy stuff. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be. We're using this app called House Party. It's like group FaceTime, basically.
1: Oh, okay. I don't
0: know if you've heard of it, but it's a good time to plug it for all the people that want to practice good, healthy social distancing.
1: Okay. And then what do you then just play music and have like a party together through FaceTime? Everyone
0: has been told put on your best makeup. Put in right. your best clothes. We're going to pretend like we're having brunch, you know. Um, <laughs> someone's having an online dance class. So that, okay. that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, it's it's just a good time for people to come together. And I feel like that's the one thing that's been very key. I've been talking to people a lot more, like my family. Right. Um, my niece turned six yesterday. And she, had a, she basically, her mum called me and facetimed her party for us and they had like a little dance party and they had like cake and everything (laughs) so yeah that was really sweet it was really nice it was like I was there but no cake no cake for me No
1: cake, which is fine which is fine (laughs) you know good for the health and everything and you did all of this through um, facetime I love it I mean I have been enjoying the um Instagram live like concerts and DJ sets
0: Oh god, I've not watched any of those. God I found it cringy. They are. Don't that's you? why they're so
1: good. <laughs> oh
0: like John Legends one. I was like, what is happening? Why is she in a towel?
1: I think I think have you seen
0: the Sway Lee one? No. What happened in that? His I one
1: like... I think because he knew it was cringy, he was like in on the joke. So he had like pretend like um stage um invaders, so he had like a cuddly toy. Um, cool. Pretend to be like a fan from <laughs> from the crowd. He did a stage <laughs> dive into like nothing. <laughs> I, I actually I actually watched it and I thought, okay, this is what I want to see. I actually really liked it. And he and he also he sung like some of like some of his hits as well, so it was good. I enjoyed it.
0: Like we've all reverted back to primary school, yes. <laughs> and we're all playing pretend, <laughs> yes. Because yeah. mom and dad are fighting, so we're gonna pretend this whole thing is on lockdown.
1: Well, I'm even tempted. I was thinking, do I need to get a TikTok a- account and start learning the dances? Which you know, I don't think I'm going to be very good at and everything. But you I'm need just to
0: like, know what the kids are up to. You need yeah, to know. Yeah.
1: I need to. I need to get in on that wave and everything, and obviously not show it to anybody. So, yeah,
0: maybe <laughs> <laughs> <Have laughs> no, not embarrass myself. <laughs> people are doing TikTok challenges with their parents. Yeah. I would love to do one, but my mum has no rhythm.
1: My mum, she can dance, but she can't follow instructions. So that's the problem. So it's just a lot of freestyling.
0: Come on, auntie. (laughs) Come on, auntie. She
1: does does her own thing.
0: (laughs) Can't believe it. So, yeah, that was good toxic positivity. Yeah,
1: it's good. I feel good. So, um... At the end of each episode, I always do a highlight of the week. So it's something um, that you want to bring a toxic positive um, <laughs> spotlight to. So, um, what's my highlight this week?
0: Mm.
1: Um, oh, you know what? Um, my highlight of this week is um, just some '80s um, pop ballads I have rediscovered. <gasps> um, I like so a bit of, I like a bit of rock set. Um, I'm loving a bit of like 80s Like disco and soul And because when I was like Cleaning and tidying That's basically what's getting me through the activity mm. So for me I think it's just Been dis- rediscovering some like old music Which is always quite nice oh, that's good So what's your highlight of, of the week And it can be anything, it can be like a book, a play or probably not a play but a film.
0: Feel... <laughs> Social distancing Yeah <laughs> um i think it's like the generosity of obviously i'm living with my best friend's family um it's just the generosity and the overwhelmingness like the love like no one has ever made me feel like like they're not you know we're family we're basically a family and obviously um i'm i'm black african and they're white british but it's like it it doesn't matter Mm. my um, best friend's mum is like right i've got four kids take care of you're one oh, of them nice. um and that's been a really good highlight I'm very grateful for for everyone and it's just helping me I don't know how I'd react if I was living at home um, it'd be very different socially yeah I'd probably murder someone
1: okay <laughs> o- o- okay um we've got into the toxic area of the positive toxic toxicity. area
0: <laughs> but I'm very toxically <laughs> proud to be where I am yeah um in life you know I'm not worried about money Um, I'm very, I'm very grateful to be with the people and the friends and the family. Okay, brilliant. So,
1: um, shout out your socials. Where, where can the good people find you?
0: I am on the Instagrams. Um, so that is N-E-S-T-I-A-N-N-A. I'm on Twitter. I am Nea Hoverich. So that is N E A underscore Rodrigues with the S, not a Z. Um, yeah. I'm glad
1: um, you pronounced it because I totally was saying that differently in my head.
0: You're saying <laughs> Rodriguez? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Spanish. I'm not Spanish.
1: <laughs> I, yeah. I literally was like, I'm not going to embarrass myself and just oh, say no. it. So let's not make it. See, I didn't assume, I waited. <laughs>
0: Let's say it together, let's say it together.
1: Okay, say it for me one more time.
0: Bodleysia.
1: Bodleysia.
0: You got it, you got it. Yeah.
1: okay. I'm I'm really actually happy. I was nervous, sweating over here. You did it. (laughs) So oh my god, thank you, Nelly. I'm. Um, I think you know people just know, like literally, like I tweeted, like, hey, does anyone want to chat to me on Skype? And you was just like, Yeah, why not? I was just like, Okay, cool. So thank you for um answering like my um plea and everything. And everyone that's listening, do go check out um um, Nelly's Twitter and Instagram page. Um, as I said, her Twitter is quite funny as well. I do. I, I saw you like a Fred, which is good. Um, <laughs> as always, you can find Colour bots on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Do use the hashtag to join the conversation and let us know what are you doing during this um, social distancing phase of your life. Um, any tips um, about supporting your mental health? Um, which others can use and you know how you spend your time and are you having house parties on facetime or are you like me trying to learn tiktok dances do let us know (laughs) until next time
0: bye (laughs) let's say it together let's say it together okay
1: say it for me one more time
0: Bobbery, you got it, you got it. Oh, okay,
1: like, huh. I'm I'm really actually happy. I was nervous, sweating over here. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> so oh my god, thank you, Nelly. i'm I think you know, people just know, like literally, like I tweeted, like, hey, does anyone want to chat to me on Skype? And you was just like, Yeah, why not? I was just like, Okay, cool. So thank you for um answering like my um plea and everything. And everyone that's listening, do go check out um um, Nelly's Twitter and Instagram page. Um, as I said, her Twitter is quite funny as well. I do. I, I saw you like a Fred, which is good. Um, <laughs> as always, you can find Colour bots on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Do use the hashtag to join the conversation and let us know what are you doing during this um, social distancing phase of your life. Um, any tips um, about supporting your mental health? Um, which others can use and you know how you spend your time and are you having house parties on facetime or are you like me trying to learn tiktok dances do let us know (laughs) until next time bye